This is episode 41 of Bella in Your Business. Welcome to Bella in Your Business, where Bella will discuss anything and everything about your pet sitting business to help you land on target. So get ready. Bella's got your shoot. Let's jump. Welcome to Bella in Your Business. My name is Bella Vasta, and I am here today with Adam Smith from Precise Pet Care. You guys, Adam is, let's see, how should we put this? He's the web guy. His wife was the former pet sitting gal. And together, not only do they have a great marriage and wonderful kids, but they also produce this amazing software for our industry called Precise Pet Care. How's that for an intro, Adam? How are you? I'm doing great, Bella. Thanks for having me. For sure. So today I actually saw something that I thought was quite amazing. I had this person in one of my groups basically tell me that she loves putting together her own software system. She says she pieces together something like FreshBooks, and then she created a Google schedule, and she has these online forms that clients can fill out, and she's got all this stuff going on. And I said, how many employees do you have? And she said, none right now. I'm working up to it. (laughs) So I was like, oh man, girl. And she kind of told me too that she loved finance and that she also loved tech. Love, love, love it. And in my head, Adam, and I'd love to know your thoughts on this. I'm thinking, all right, if you love tech and you love finance, why don't you start something on your own? I thought you're a pet sitting company and that's what you've got to focus on. Adam, for those people who think that it's just that easy to just get a Google calendar up, get some Google forms up, and then connect it all to QuickBooks or FreshBooks, what do you say to that? It's going to work. It's just not going to scale. Once you get more customers, once you start hiring, it's going to become harder and harder for that to actually grow with you. Yeah, it totally is. I mean, how much time does it take on your end? Give me an overview this last year. I know you guys are pumping out updates quicker than any other company I know. I love how you guys listen to what people are needing. We hear about them online and you say, hey, I would really like to have this feature. When you as a company decide, okay, I can do this feature, I can't do this feature, what kind of things do you have to do to make that happen? What is that timeline? What is the investment financially that you have to make in developing that? Can you help us understand what that all means? Yeah, the process of doing new features is is a pretty long one. First, we need to kind of get that seed of an idea. And then we need to make sure it's something that our users are going to actually utilize. And then if we decide that we're going to do it, we need to decide when we're going to do it, what's the priority. And then we need to figure out exactly how it's going to work. And after that, we'd go into testing. And then once it's done testing, then we'd launch it to everyone. So it's a pretty long process, especially for the more significant features that we may be working on. Yeah. So it's not just that easy. If it was that easy, everyone wouldn't be using online stuff, right? Or scheduling? Yeah. And if it's just yourself, you know, it's pretty easy to test something like that. But for us with our large user base, you know, we need to have something that makes sense for everyone. Correct. And it's not personalized to just one person. Right. And I think that the more clients and the more employees that you have, the more robust your system needs to be, right? I mean, you can't just be using a Google calendar and have 20 pet sitters. I mean, you could, but you'll also become a full-time scheduler. <laughs> and yeah, you know, much. none of us have extra hours in the day. So let's talk more in general. Adam, what kind of communication problems do pet sitting companies 
usually encounter, generally speaking? It's hard to get everything organized and in one place because there's mm-hmm. always so many different ways that clients and staff are trying to communicate with management that just trying to keep that all in one place and, and not miss out on something. I think that's number one. For sure, for sure. And, you know, pet sitters out in the field trying to communicate with clients, you don't always want them to be communicating directly with clients. So there needs to be a way for them to communicate with clients that management is able to see. Right. I have a story for that. I, towards the very last month I have in my business, (laughs) this was like one of the craziest stories that had ever happened to me in 14 years. I wasn't using your system. I was using Google Voice. And it was because I wanted to know what communication was going on between the sitter and client. And that came to head at about 1130 on a Monday night. I had a client that was in the woods in a cabin and she hadn't gotten her text message update about her cat. And she flipped out on me on voicemail. And I was able to go in and see that my sitter actually sent communication via the text So I called the client, tried to tell her that she flipped out at me, but just to illustrate that point for you, knowing what kind of communication is going back and forth between the sitter and the client is so super important. And I love how you guys solve that problem. You guys solve it through a journal. Is that it? Can you tell us more about that? The pet care journals are basically just a digital version of the paper notes that you would typically leave at pet sitting assignments. Uh-huh. And they include the notes and kind of a checklist of what happened during the visit uh-huh. and photos of the pets. And in addition to that, there's also a comment section. And if you want to allow the clients to respond, they can kind of talk back and forth with the sitters about that particular assignment. And management is able to see those comments come in and on the journal. So you have that history and also that communication that takes place on the journal. It goes through our system. So clients and sitters never know the contact details of each other. That's beautiful. And I know that you guys are really on the cutting edge of that. I just remember having to give people care notes. We used to leave care notes on the counter years ago. And then we started doing the text message thing. But care notes on the counter, the amount of paper that I was running off, and then trying to get it to all my staff. Again, it's just extra time and energy and money that we don't realize that we're just like hamsters running in this wheel as business owners. I love how you guys solve that problem. Do you ever find that business owners are racking their brain because The client wants to change Fluffy's feeding from two cups to one cup, and then the business owner trying to get that information to the staff. How does software help streamline that part of things? Well, something that our system does is whenever a client is updating their profile and updating their pet information, the management is going to receive an email about what changed in their profile. And if you had any sitters that were set as the primary or secondary sitter for that particular client, they would also get that email. Beautiful. So they not only get the notification, but it's also obviously in the system. Yeah. So it's right there in the system when they go in the profile and look for it. I really encourage all the pet business owners who do use software to always encourage and empower their clients to go in and change. Here's a little tip for everyone. I always used to tell clients, oh, I'm sorry, I'm not in front of the computer right now. And I don't want to forget putting this in. Will you please go online and put it in for us? And they say yes, and they end up doing it. So I really always put the burden of responsibility on the client. And not only is that CYAing a little bit, you know, covering your butt, but it's also teaching them 
that instead of calling you the business owner and not wasting your time, but like distracting you from something that they can go in and do it. And it also ensures that if there's a mistake made, it's made by the client. It's not made by you or your staff or something, you know, it's all about using this technology to the best of its ability. Adam, do you find that some people, they have technology, but they don't really use it to the fullest of their ability? Oh, yeah. It's always easy to you know keep doing what you're used to doing. And there's so many benefits of using that technology that it can save you time. And that's a great example you have of just having the client take their own time instead of taking your time to do something that they can do pretty easily. Yeah. Give them that responsibility and let the burden fall on them. And it's not bad customer service. It's actually great customer service because they have the ability to do it firsthand themselves without playing telephone, literally, (laughs) and perhaps getting a message misconstrued. If someone's listening right now and they're like, but Bella, Adam, I'm not a tech person. I don't understand all of this stuff. What would be your best advice for them? It's always going to be harder for someone that's just not very tech savvy. Mm -hmm. And there's always going to be somewhat of a learning curve. There's no way around that. But once you do dedicate that time to learning how a system works and you're familiar enough that you can use it to empower your staff and your clients, that's only going to benefit you. Absolutely. I would say that every software company, I mean, you could speak for yourself, but I would generalize this and say, every software company wants you to stay a customer of theirs. So if you have questions, all of them have ways of training you or helping you or guiding you. So I would reach out to them and say, guys, I am struggling with this or I'm trying to do that. How can I achieve it? Because sometimes these companies or the trainers can actually see the bigger picture and see how you can fit in your struggles or challenges and how they can help you achieve them. So I think the biggest thing, Adam, and I learned this a lot in my challenge groups, is that sometimes people don't ask for help because they're embarrassed or They're not sure of what to say, or they just don't think it matters. They kind of like dismiss it. But I want to encourage anyone out there that is challenged with technology to speak up to the people who aren't. That would be the company that you're with and ask them for help because they really want to help you. Oh, yeah. There's absolutely no benefit to us if you don't know what you're doing. So we always want to know if if someone has trouble because we have resources out there. But with the scope of our system, that there may be a reason why they're not able to find those resources or, or maybe that it's just not quite making sense to them. We want to know that everyone knows what they're doing. That's very important. Right. I would actually take it a step further, too, that once you have some sort of mastery over it as a business owner, if the company doesn't already have training videos, there is a great website called Screen cast omatic and I can put that in the show notes and you can do up to 15 minute videos for free. You can download them to your desktop or you can upload them to their platform and you can host them there and you could create like short one, two, three minute videos, not only for your clients, like, Hey, here's how easy it is to sign up, but you could also do them for your staff. And I would encourage you to do both on mobile You can actually hook up your phone to your computer. If you want to know more, just ask. You can hook up your phone to your computer and record it mobily, or you can record your screen with that screencast-o-matic on your desktop. So once you do master this and you see the same questions coming up, it's not a fact of your client saying, 
oh, I can't use it. I don't know how to use it. They're in the same boat that many business owners are, right, Adam? They just need to be shown like one time and then they could take it away. I mean, these systems are not complicated, right? Yeah, and certainly from the customer perspective or, or the client perspective, they're much more simple than anything that the business owner w- would have to do. Correct, yeah. So guys, don't be afraid of technology. It's going to help your communication. So Adam, if we had all these problems going on where staff didn't know what their schedule was, clients couldn't schedule or they were waiting for callbacks from you because they can't give you their schedule or their updates for their pets or anything like that, how much frustration do you think comes in maybe even lost clients if you don't have streamlined software? That would certainly be frustrating for someone And just being able to do it themselves, they're not having to just wait for you to do everything. And if you have just your email box full of things that you need to deal with, things that if you had software that they could just be doing themselves. Right. That's definitely going to alleviate any frustration that the clients may have. Have you ever heard or can you recall, kind of put me on the spot here, any horror stories of business owners being like, because I have some, my staff is really unhappy because they had to come and pick up or get information from me, but I wasn't available and they didn't have a centrally located system to get it from. You know, like before software, I used to pass client info sheets back and forth. Like the info sheets that people would fill out at a consultation, I had a binder and like my staff would come to my house and I would give them a couple pieces of paper and it had all the notes. It was ridiculous the amount of time, energy, and stress over guarding with your life these like two or three pieces of paper. I mean, software can really, really help streamline your communication. That's the main idea of this whole podcast. At that, I want to go to a quick commercial break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more about how Precise Pet Care helps solve these problems. Want to get yourself or your staff pet first aid CPR certified, but don't know how? Gone are the days of having to take off a day of work just to go sit in a classroom. Take it online. Pro Pet Hero is a veterinarian-trained program given in modules that test your knowledge of the material at the end of each section. Pro Pet Hero can even give you a certificate to show all your clients and post it on your website. Imagine future clients being drawn to you because of your extensive knowledge. Sign up today. www.jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. That's jumpconsulting.net forward slash CPR. Use coupon code CPR-PETSITTER for 10% off. And we're back. I have the great Adam Smith from Precise Pet Care here with me today. Adam, why don't you give us a quick rundown of some of the most recent updates you guys did? You showed me one of them and it was something like, I felt like I was a UPS driver and I could see where all my people were on a map. It was pretty cool. Can you tell us more about that? Yeah, that's our live suitor map where you can see the last known location of, of each one of your staff members. So as they check in and check out of visits, you'll see them on the map. They're going to pop up or if they're late to a visit, they'd pop up as being late and that map automatically updates. So you can just leave it open. Something else we have is a communication center, which is same basic idea, except it's with client communication. So as client communication comes into the system, it's going to pop right up in the dashboard. So you can always see the most recent communication all in one place. Beautiful. Beautiful. I really love how you are always asking, even me, you know, you've asked me this a couple of times. I was really impressed because I've talked to some other companies as well. And 
you are always asking, hey, Bella, is there anything that you hear on the street that we could be doing better? And I think that speaks a lot for your company that you always do want to be serving people. And I just want to commend you publicly for that. I think it's incredible. So thanks for doing what you're doing. (laughs) Yeah, we feel like it's our responsibility to continue to improve the system Mm -hmm. for the people that have signed up and and for the people that may sign up in the future. We always want to have the best system and have the features that make everyone's lives simpler and more efficient. Right. And I probably should have addressed this at the beginning, but I got so excited about talking with you. So Lynn, your wife, used to own a pet sitting company, right? And you have the background in tech or web development or something. How did you guys decide, hey, we should start our own software? Well, that's something that my wife came to me then, girlfriend. It was way back in 2008 when we met. And she had the idea that she wanted software to run her business. Uh And I happened to be someone that could could do that. (laughs) So we spent a lot of time working together on it. And she used it just for her business for three years before we launched it to the public. Wow. So that's really tried and tested. And I think that's really poignant about your story because it makes it very unique. You started to originally solve a problem that you had in you, meaning, you know, your wife, but you're one, right? And then you tested it for years. So I think it was birthed from a very unique place of solving your own problem and then thought, hey, I could replicate this. So where can people go if they want to check you out more? You can find us at PrecisePetCare.com and we're on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter at PrecisePetCare. Fantastic. Well, Adam, I want to thank you sincerely for coming on and talking with me. We want to just keep driving home the point that, you know, communication can be streamlined and still personal in your pet business if you have the right technology and you use it to the fullest extent. This has been another episode of Bella in Your Business. Please like us and subscribe to us on iTunes and Stitcher. If you have any questions, you can post them right on the Facebook page, Jump Consulting. And remember to always keep jumping. Thanks for jumping with Bella in Your Business. For more information, free articles, free coaching sessions, and more, go to jumpconsulting.net. And remember, Bella's got your shoot.